0: 2021, I just noticed your different loving book right there. Did you pull that out to do some research? It's
1: been out here for a while. I just hadn't seen it. Yeah, we talked about this. I mean, when we were looking for ideas, I was like, oh, yeah, there's several chapters of things that I have no idea, but I can read up on or whatever or different lifestyle stuff. Because, you know, I mean, I don't know all of everything you don't no I just say (laughs) things with authority and people believe that we got that they do I said it from the beginning when I listen back on stuff I'm like oh so cringe because my brain will say one thing and my mouth says another and I'm screaming at my own self about how dumb I am it's like that is so wrong somebody's going to be like I would troll my own self People would be like trolling me in the comments on TikTok. And I'd be like, yeah, I have to completely agree with you. You are correct. Yes, I was completely wrong. I would just constantly be making TikToks, then amended TikToks. Do people make amended TikToks? I don't I think people know. just I would do it my own self and be like, see this? I was wrong, 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 wrong. Like TikTok 101. I want to bring back all of the trending TikToks from the time I started TikTok and then do them like, okay, I haven't been TikToking correctly. So I'm going to go back in time and then go to whatever was trending and then do that dumb TikTok until I get until up to catch speed. Up, yeah. You'll mm-hmm. never catch up. There's get things up to like speed
0: every day. There's new, a new trends. Trend.
1: Yeah. Every single day. New things every single day. I've seen it. I'm just like, wow, it is. I'm just now learning stickers, man. Going to up that game. so Stickers? Yeah, like being able to put stickers that, you know, like on my Instagram profile and stuff. Oh. I don't, don't use any of that flashy yeah, stuff. Man. I guess oh, that's I how I'm getting, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all in, putting it in there. We won't get our name right. What are we gonna call her? Gislaine. I think I think well Gizlane I think it's Gizlain. I think it's Gizlane. I could be very wrong though, because I, you know I mispronounce mm. things all the time. Uh Mm-mm. but I only think that because of the G H I is usually usually g that's usually how you say it is g Gizlane. That's well, what I Gis-lane's think. Gislaine's
0: Maxwell's trial's coming up. But this it, week.
1: Um, yes. The twenty ninth.
0: Yeah. Next or next week. Sorry.
1: I'm very interested, but we are not gonna be able to see it, right?
0: No, they're not gonna televise it.
1: That's and interesting. I wonder
0: if I just wonder if that's a state thing since they televised the written House trial. That was in Wisconsin. This is in New York. New York. Or is it because it's a federal trial? Don't you think it's safety? Uh, safety for who? For her?
1: Yeah, to keep her from being executed. I mean, she has information.
0: Just like Jeffrey Epstein or, you know, do you, yeah. do you actually believe he's dead?
1: No, I think that they faked his suicide. I do too, and I think that she's...
0: While well, she's done some horrendous things... She's taken the the fall for it.
1: Well, I mean, she's definitely will be taking the fall for her part of it, but she can't take the fall for him, because he's you know quote unquote dead. So that's all on him. Now, what she's going to have to take, you know, she could be implicated in a lot of stuff, but she also, you know. I think she's being weaponized to use against a lot of public figures to further the agenda of, you know, my conspiracy theories that I think with the cabal.
0: Okay. Can you explain that?
1: Well, like, you know, you already know. Uh, You think, uh, do you think Prince Andrews in that little black book? Like, what names do you think? But besides I think it's names, besides of people, the rosters,
0: people that we don't necessarily know that are not in mainstream media. And correct. Such, but so people who have lots and lots of money. Correct. And lots and lots of power. But, but I don't think that we're going to recognize anybody's oh, name. as Americans. Oh,
1: yeah. I think as Americans, we're going to recognize a lot more names than what you think because she's going to throw some of them under the bus as well. And, you know, we have presidents. Well, I'm that, ready for it. You know, there's a lot of people that just the roster going out there, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. There's all kinds of... It doesn't mean
0: anything when you go out there 26 times?
1: I think it means <laughs> everything. I'm just saying, according to how the law is or whatever, there could be, you know, a dinner, a fundraiser, They you know... For instance, we'll take uh, pres- former President Clinton, you know, uh, he is on the roster. I don't know how many times, but 26. Yep. They had the Clinton Foundation. And so if he was there getting money constantly for the Clinton Foundation and they could show, you know, whatever proof that that was what the case was, he legitimately could have a reason to be there. I do not think that is the case. I think that, actually, the whole thing that happened between him and, uh, you know, 45, uh, I think there's a lot more presidents than just those two that were out there. I think those are the higher profile that we know about, you know, but I think that there were more. And um, I think that uh, they wanted Ivanka, and that's when... He was like, "Nope, fuck you. We've got problems now."
0: That you were saying that Epstein Epstein, wanted Ivanka, and then that's when he said, "No, she's mine."
1: I think Ghislaine. Maybe he said that. I don't know. I think Ghislaine. uh, Well, you know the other one's too fat for him. But anyway, I think Ghislaine (laughs) may have been starting to groom her a little bit or whatever and that might have caused a riff but I think that there's a lot or maybe it was grooming her friends Mm -hmm. you know whatever uh so that's just um you know how that goes I don't know it's It's funny that you say that because
0: most of the the young girls that they were grooming were not of like Ivanka type status you know most of these girls were poor on the other side of the tracks and I'm saying more about the Florida his Florida residence rather than his New York presence New York it does seem like that those girls were more of a high end status like girls that are trying to be models you know mm-hmm. or something like that yes are. I guess it just didn't matter. Any girl, any girl that would go up there.
1: Well, and we're, I know, and we're thinking American, our our mind, or, you know, uh, but there's a lot. There's a lot of deals that go on constantly all over the world with our politicians, with other diplomats, all over. So I think that when she starts dropping names, it's going to be people... You know, business. I mean, look at freaking. If you look at everybody who's gotten divorced since lately, since this try the fact that she's going to trial and that they have kept her underground. What do you think the big cry for? How much do you think that they're trying that they offered her family to get her ratted out, or that you know? Uh, She'll die after the trial if, you know, if something doesn't happen to her before. Why
0: do you say that? Because she'll just conveniently die like
1: Epstein. Something will happen. Possibly. Yeah. She'll be disappeared or she'll be unalived one or the other. But I don't know. I mean, again, if they're using her as a pawn to take down a lot. It would definitely cause a lot of issues.
0: So, is the cabal using her as a pawn, or is our is the U.S. government using her as a pawn?
1: You don't think that the people that are in the government, that our government is, a I'm part just I'm asking it? a question. Uh, which, which I think they, both sides. I think both it? sides are using her, uh, or trying to use her. You know, I would like to think that the prosecutors want to prosecute ahead of a pedophile ring no matter what. But there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, we're not going to know the actual truth because I think it's worse than what we think. And I think that there are a lot of people involved. You know, I think that it's been going on for a very long time. And so this black book, who knows? And who knows who could have passed that from him to someone else? You know, they're involved in a lot of shady shit. Well,
0: he must not have had ADHD because I can tell you that with me, there would be more than one book
1: well yeah we don't know that he didn't (laughs) um you know he could have more than
0: one book i have books everywhere
1: well in the in the black book that she has that they're trying to get and get you know have shown and all that it may have a code in it a code for who knows maybe they have a huge vast database the conspiracy theories are insane about it i mean like and it's all plausible we have underground tunnels to the white house Hmm. you know um and we've had them for a long time and kennedy was shuffling all of his mistresses in and out of there through his presidency you know that anyway we're going off on a tangent of this, but the trafficking can be so easy to do for such a long period of time. You know? Like and it's been going on for a long I mean, this was back in choir when we bought the Enquirer from the newsstand, days, well, human like trafficking has been going
0: on for centuries. Mm-hmm. Well, absolutely, and since humans, you know, could since well, humans yeah, existed, always a
1: commodity. Yeah, but it's that. But the whole everything, pedophile rings, all that stuff. So there's all kinds of. It's just wild. I really it just think makes just because the,
0: of the internet is because we know or we suspect as much as we do.
1: Oh, yeah, we if have way more for, information. Yeah,
0: if it wasn't for that flow of information, you know, would we be going to the library trying to study this?
1: Well, we would yeah. expect the news to give us a blip, and then if you were interested in it, you'd start finding your sources for it. But, yeah, if it were back in the old olden days or whatever, and we had just newspapers to give us the news or you know they didn't televise trials they didn't you know let you see stuff you could go look up the transcripts at the end you know you could go to the trial if you could get in and get a seat you could go there uh you know the whole town used to come out for a trial when it was a big news trial but they wouldn't have ever made it they would have been killed on the spot and she's trying to uh
0: as of today she's tried to get the jurors not to see a copy of his little black book or she's fighting to prevent
1: juror- jurors from seeing a copy of it yeah cuz they'll know you'll be that i would that is interesting do they need to see the book i'm not this this picture right here no nah,
0: does it not it's look, look be like her? names that i don't even know but one's from the new republic one is a treasurer at harvard university uh one is a chairman at jp morgan Mm -hmm. one is from the red apple group and that's what i'm saying morgan fairchild's on here what
1: Mm -hmm. yeah not just men or pedophiles you know
0: well, they're just saying this is in the little black book. It's not saying, like.
1: Oh, well, like, these are all the numbers. Yeah, she may these are have all the contacts. Him. Oh, yeah. Well, she may have she dated have been him a, back in the day. A victim as well. Mm-hmm. Well, she's a little older. Mother Jones, all the numbers. Oh, somebody said they called everybody in.
0: And it's just contact information for their rich and powerful friends.
1: Oh, she's a comic. So today... So it's not... I mean,
0: yes, it's a little black book, but it's a little back book of just contacts. His contacts. Yeah. So that could be easy. Well, anybody. see, that's a
1: whole other thing, too. Yeah. That's 97 pages.
0: The book has been in FBI custody ever since
1: another oh, that's her little black book that she's trying to not have to give over her little black book. This and, article says Epstein's and it says book. okay, I'm reading one that says she is set to be challenged in court over her little black book of contacts during her upcoming sex trafficking trial. Prosecutors claim the ninety seven page book with the names of her alleged victims gives compelling evidence of her guilt. Her lawyers have tried to have it barred from the trial, which begins in New York. This was a week ago article, though. Next week, it has been compared to Jeffrey Epstein's black book, listing details of some of the world's most powerful people, including Donald Trump and Prince Andrew. Maxwell's version was allegedly found in her office at the Florida mansion she shared with Epstein. It was taken by a former butler who tried to sell it. To an undercover FBI agent for in,
0: 50 grand in
1: 2009 the oh, book wait. labeled exhibit 52 contains contact information for victims who interacted with the defendant during the relevant time period court papers say Maxwell's lawyers have described it as an unauth- unauthenticated hearsay document from suspect sources Prosecutors also intend to introduce testimony relating to two new underage victims.
0: It doesn't matter what she really says because if if the FBI has it, there's copies of it everywhere. There's copies made of it in, everywhere. You can't you're not gonna be able to destroy it. Yes. Somebody leak it though. Maxwell's attorneys say the copy of the book that prosecutors seek to enter into evidence may have been tampered with. The photocopy prosecutors submitted under seal, they say, has unexplained faded marks and photocopies of tabs that suggest pages may have been added, omitted, or altered. There's no evidence to suggest these documents were created or maintained by anyone, her attorneys wrote. It is entirely probable that whatever documents, they, they were manipulated or manufactured, by the guy trying to sell it in order to get a $50,000 payday.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So
0: of course they're going to say that you're going to say anything like you said to not have that information released. Yeah.
1: I wonder if we're going to have to look to the UK for news on this because they're going to be all about it. But will they get it? Will the UK get the news? Yeah they're going to be all about it because of Prince Andrew. I don't know. And it's a female judge presiding. Yeah, I mean I know that it that sucks. Trial. You have to do This is the bad thing with the rules. You got to do you have the parameters that you have to go by to look for certain things. That's why it sucks to make a judgment, you know? Like I'm not even talking about that idiot. Uh, Which idiot? (laughs) Well, it's off our topic and it'll heat us up and I'm not going to go there. You know, from Wisconsin, the trial that just happened. Oh. You know? And it sucks. There it goes. (laughs) I think something lives here that has leg has been broken. Something is in the wall. Yeah, it lives there. I don't know. It's either a lame squirrel or chipmunk.
0: He's coming out.
1: He heard my voice. Mm -hmm. He's coming out to say hello. Maybe. I doubt
0: it. Hello, little squirrel.
1: Or chipmunk. But I think it's got a bum leg. Like something happened to it. How is it it
0: still living in there?
1: Because maybe it healed (laughs) its leg and it's still just like... You know, that or it's dragging a body or something... You know, and I doubt it's dragging a body around. Could be, but that would be making a little serial killer in there because this is the third or fourth time I've heard it <laughs> dragging things. Oh, so, so you don't want to talk about Rittenhouse? I don't. I have no. It's just crazy, surreal to me. I don't. There's so much I don't understand. So mm-hmm. that's why I don't want to. And I feel like, because I wasn't there, and i don't I didn't read a lot, and I wasn't in the court, I didn't see what was going on, I don't know, I don't know,
0: yeah, I can honestly say that I have no opinion over over it. There are some things that are wrong, there's some things that were right um, I think it was just one of those things where. It was over glorified. All of it. All of it was just glorified. And it may be a distraction from the Maxwell trial as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's trying to be used as a manipulation tool as well. I'm, I think that as where I am in life right now, I'm just numb to this sort of stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know what on. Sometimes... Uh, Stuff that appears a certain way we don't have all the info and then when you find out all the info you are made a jackass out of you know I have definitely picked up a torch and pitchfork once or twice in my day and then found out I was being a total shit you know I was completely fucking wrong Mm -hmm. and so um I'm, you know, I'm not as quick to react and it's harder to make me as reactionary with stuff. And I feel like once you see how manipulated you've been, you, it's kind of easy to point it out, you know, pick it out when it's happening, when you're being played. That's why I'm like, "Mm, this whole, this whole trial is interesting And I think that it's interesting that the U.N., uh, her family appeals to the U.N. to get her out on bail.
0: Yeah, it didn't say for money, though. It just, um, I think it was just for clout.
1: Yeah, to be able to say like she's being (laughs) held as a, um, like the United States is doing something, you know, like a crime against humanity by holding her.
0: Well, if you've ever watched any kind of 80s, late night soap opera, like Knott's Landing, (laughs) Falcon Crest, Dynasty, uh, what's another one? That was the main three, right? Yeah.
1: Which ones? Falcon Crest, Dynasty, Dallas. Dallas.
0: If you've watched any of those, you can see that all of this is extremely plausible.
1: What? That That they're
0: the the maxwell trial and jeffrey epstein and all of it's plausible all of it
1: well a lot of it is scripted by people that are paid to make these stories and whatever i don't know which uh all sorts of backhanded deals and yeah like and why are they making such a big deal over the black book now when she has tapes and stuff apparently like, wasn't there some, some video released recently of her? I don't know. Her brother's trying to say she took a fall, that she is the patsy for it. But I think they're going to be sadly surprised when they find out.
0: That she liked it just as
1: much as Epstein did. Yeah, that she was down. Yeah. She wasn't. It wasn't under duress.
0: Well, I look forward to hearing about this trial every day. For, throughout the holidays. and
1: Well, and the other thing is how are they going to find an impartial jury? Right. You know? <laughs> Where are they going to go? Like, who's going to be yeah, you know, if they're old enough a to jury, bleed, they're a, old enough to breed.
0: <laughs> a jury you know? of her peers, no less. Yeah. Well, you know what's sad? Men. Who do not change their daughter's diapers because they feel like they're going to sexualize them in some way.
1: Yeah, that's messed up because it happens later anyway. That's how girls are fucked up later in life and have such daddy issues later when they turn teens and they become... You know, starting to look like young adults and become little women, they go, they lose their mind a lot of the times. They don't know how to behave to their daughters. You know, they and get that's a-
0: also centuries old as well. Mm-hmm. If you've ever watched any kind of uh, period piece or um, what else comes to mind, like uh, back in the dark ages or Viking ages or mm-hmm. any of that. How many kings have tried to fuck their princesses?
1: Yeah. And has said that that's normal for that, you know, that time. Well, yeah. There, I mean, there are a lot, especially in royalty, there's a lot of inbreeding and things like that to you from all kinds of stuff from keeping the line, period, who knows what. Um, But, yeah. So this
0: woman had made a TikTok about men not changing or. I want to say her husband not changing her daughter's diaper while she was in the hospital with complications of the birth. Okay. And this guy says, I'm not saying it's a guy. I don't know for sure. Some men don't believe in changing their daughter's diapers. How is that wrong? It's respect for her privacy. In my opinion, explain that to me, somebody, Somebody explain me how, wouldn't it be more respectful for you to change the baby's diaper so that the baby does not get diaper rash um, Yeah, you know, or does not hurt or anything? D- don't you respect your daughter's health more than you respect the fact that she has a vagina and that you might have to take a baby wipe and get in the folds there well
1: there is a new breed of consent trying to brew where there are people who believe that you should ask the baby's consent before you even change its diaper
0: please I, i've i've got to look that up because look it up insane to me
1: hmm they, and it's like how are, do you think this baby is going to tell you first of all it's crying literally for you to come and change a diaper that's what one of the things you check by its cries All
0: right the first thing I look up is a first thing that pops up is a newsweek article from 2018 ask your baby's permission before changing diaper says a sexual consent expert
1: Thank you oh, right my gosh.
0: I wish I was just making this up. I'm not. Deanne Carson, who works for an organization that teaches children about consent, appeared on Australia's ABC News Network to comment on Saxon Mullins, whose rape case sparked a national debate on sexual consent laws. Carson argues that parents should teach their children about consent as early as possible. I do agree with that. I agree
1: teaching consent as early as possible, but you don't have to at the diaper stage.
0: When it comes to the health of your child, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and why are we sexualizing babies? I mean, they should have consent. You should always teach them that. And most people do, you know. I mean, especially now that we learned. When we started watching Oprah Winfrey and the Donahue show, people were. We had more access to the. This type of situation. This is why talk shows became so popular to start with. We were starting to see that, oh, my gosh, this person had the same experience as I had. I'm not alone or, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened to somebody And you know small town america or whatever so at first when people would go on the oprah show she would interview all kinds of things it wasn't just celebrities she got very famous because she was kind of delving into the psychology of people who dealt with the same kind of trauma that she had experienced she started you know talking about things whatever and found this you know connection and then donahue would do it as well sometimes too. Well, donahue was before Oprah. yeah donahue was before oprah thank you yeah I've, correct i've had to watch many of donahue yes donahue in my was day big deal man first time let me tell you changed my mind on facelifts they did a facelift on a show one time like they showed it from uh, you know, they didn't do it on the show. You know what I mean? But they changed showed,
0: your mind to I would like, get one or I would, I would not get I one. I would
1: pro- not. You know, now yeah. I would just, no, I don't think that's going to be the route I take. You know, so anyway, but had I not mm-hmm. seen that at the age that I was when I saw it, I would have be been like, mm, yeah, maybe not. You know, so anyway.
0: But going back to this. A quote is: "We work with parents from birth, just about how to set up a culture of consent in their homes." Quote: "I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay?" Of course, the baby's not going to respond. Yes, Mom, that's awesome. Um, I would love to have my nappy changed. Well, yes, now, he's.
1: He, yeah, you have that dialogue. A lot of people do. Anyway, when you you know you talk to them about what you're doing or whatever, that's how they learn. <laughs>
0: I remember taking a parenting class many, many moons ago, probably my second divorce in there. And what was funny was, you never end a sentence with, okay, is that okay? Um, Yeah. You're going to clean your room now. Is that okay? Yeah,
1: because you're giving them the choice to say no. Yeah. So, (laughs) So you have to literally tell them this is what and and they're allowed to question the rules but you are supposed to say you know no this is how you live in our house you are part of this household and this is what's going to happen this is what you're going to do you know and it's
0: and I think it's the same way with <clears throat> the diaper changing there is yes
1: this is what we're going to do if I leave you in this diaper
0: you are going to have a rash and it's going to hurt.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I understand what she's saying. What I think is crazy is where they've taken it. I think they've you said this article was twenty eighteen,
0: but if you leave space and wait for body language and wait for eye contact, then you're letting the child know that their response matters. I have well, a two month old grandson.
1: The baby cries first what? of all, to be first of all, the child is alerting you people don't just set wrong. a schedule yes. and start changing the baby's diaper the baby has already alerted you by crying and saying it, it, i am
0: uncomfortable i change need, me. yes
1: change my diaper and so you don't have to ask for consent the baby has already given you consent i want to be fed now as part of manners and as part of respect as their language develops you should be respectful anyway like your actions should be respectful toward whatever you're taking care of it doesn't matter if it's a small child or an elderly person you should be respectful of them as a human being and as they their language develops however it develops uh You know, they might not be able to hear you or they might not be able to see you. Your actions should just be respectful and you don't have to worry about that when your consent for things like, um, may I hug you? You know, my children never had to give anyone a hug. They were never forced to sit on anyone's lap or to hug anyone or give anyone affection that they didn't freely want to give it to. I didn't care if it hurt the adult's feelings, you know, it didn't bother. I'm sorry, you know, I'm not making them, you know, kiss grandpa or grandma or whatever. I know, you know, that caused a lot of discomfort. You know, sometimes, but I think that they know what they want to do and not want to do. You know what I mean? But that was me personally. And so uh, they're very affectionate, though. You know, to whomever
0: they want to be affectionate to. So, did your husband change your, your daughter's diaper?
1: Yes. My husband actually taught me how to change a diaper, but he had had a daughter before my daughter. So he knew how to do it, and I did not. Now i I have four girls. I have changed them all. Mm-hmm.
0: Our first grandson is here. I'm not. I'm not great in the boys' department because I've never had one, oh, and yeah, I've never really rough. had to
1: <laughs> change one.
0: Keep so I had a diaper to...
1: handy to put. Oh over, yeah, yeah. Stop the flow.
0: Yeah, and I'm assuming that it's just like a girl.
1: You make sure that
0: they're clean everywhere. You know, yeah. if they're uncircumcised, you kind of make sure that, you know, they're clean there as well. Mm -hmm. There is absolutely nothing sexual as a woman changing my grandson's diaper. So what I'm wondering is, why are there certain men out there that will not change the diaper strictly because it's sexual to them? I'm looking at private parts, therefore it's sexual. That's now, very a men, concerning. A lot of men don't want to change a diaper because they think it's women's work. And that's the mommy's job. Now we're slowly coming away from that. And I think as um, as time progresses, that that will get better. That parents will learn that you know, you pretty much have an equal thing when it comes to your kids. Yes, you know, it's not woman's work, it's not man's work, it's just work. It's parents' work.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. And what if you're not around? You need to be able to care for your child. What if you know uh, there was an accident, or your the mom died, I or you're incapacitated?
0: Who'd also be in men's bathrooms? Yeah, as well. I think they
1: have been, and I think family bathrooms are a thing, and that's, they are. And that's the thing I think. Even uh, when you talk alternative lifestyles, I think that's one of the um, alternatives for to trans bathrooms as well. Having family bathrooms, everyone, you know, because it's a anyone can go in.
0: There is not a lot on the internet about this.
1: About which about
0: men not changing their daughter's diapers
1: i think that's become a cultural thing as well i think that it starts to get trouble when they start sexualizing them as the children get older and some children wear diapers for a long time they're not you know there are some kids who are slow to potty train not everybody you know puts their kid in a polo there are kids with um special needs yes special that will needs that always, will always wear yes diapers correct as yeah. well so yeah. why should that always you know <laughs> i think that most families that uh you know i don't think i don't know do you think that's real prevalent or do you mm-hmm. think it's just more cultural now
0: what the them not doing it,
1: yeah. I think. Don't you think that Kinsey's idea is right? Am I not supposed
0: to say her name on? Oh, that? Yeah, my daughter believes that, that it's weaponizing competence.
1: Yeah, which if you
0: don't know what that is, it's oh, I can't do this. Will you do this for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of that. I'm I've experienced that in my marriages. I bet you. have well to maybe a a small degree
1: oh my gosh yes a lot of stuff my ex didn't do (laughs) yes very much there were uh you know i mean there were all kinds of things he had a very set idea
0: this is why when you're with someone you should really talk about these things before you decide to spend the rest of your life with that person before you decide to get married these are the topics of okay what if by accident we have a child and you know this happens what are your parenting styles should we take classes together you know things like that you i believe that you have to talk about this and you have to negotiate just like in any kind of relationship you have to negotiate Mm -hmm. what you're going to do for the future this is true I sent you that TikTok where the guy was like, 23 and me is a fucking joke," you know. Yes. Uh, my my people come from Argentina. Yeah. Um, yes. But it says that I'm German, and uh, I wrote a comment like, "You have to be this smart to get this joke," and somebody goes, "Can you explain it to me? Because history is not my forte." <laughs>
1: I'm
0: like, "Oh, pumpkin! All you gotta do is just look it up." <laughs>
1: The Germans were in Argentina. Okay, the asking
0: permission to change your baby is just. Change your baby.
1: Well, I can (laughs) see. If you want to have a running dialogue of that so they get used to that phrase before something Mm -hmm. happens to them physically, that's one thing. But I think as a baby having to wait till it makes a reaction, it's asking you to get out of that. You know, it will start. Your kids let you know what they want you to do. I mean, you, you just have to take cues from them, even as, I mean, holy cow, you have to have at least a little bit of instinct, you know, you have to know. And you can't, why are you sexualizing a child? But I get consent. I can get having that dialogue. I think that is important. That makes sense. And I see as the child gets older, pausing, maybe it's more a mechanism to train the parent on how to behave and get used to asking for consent more so than it is the child. (laughs) That's what it sounds like to me. Like it's trying to train you as if you don't already know that you should respectfully take care of this baby. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you... Business. (laughs) business. <laughs> you know?
0: Maybe it's just maybe and but I've I been saying this for a while. it's training you to
1: have a, a gentler dialogue or it's training the parent. But common sense who then trains the children.
0: Common sense is just not common
1: anymore? anymore. It's so crazy to me. Is it because they, you know, I've gotten exponentially dumber since I've had a cell phone on my person at all times. Wouldn't you think that that would make you
0: exponentially smarter?
1: You would think. Because you
0: have all this information. I
1: think that it is a lot of information, but I also think it's a lot of misinformation as, as well. Yes, correct. So now then you're always in a quandary. Are you? Is this right? Do you know this? Then you have another form of indoctrination now where you have the Mandela effect. You know so I mean it's crazy did would you in any you know when my kids were watching Nickelodeon you know and then Nick at night and stuff like that and then you think the pedos that were on that you know so so Has it ever
0: come out that Don Schne- uh, Dan Schneider's a pedophile or does he
1: just like I'm pretty tones. sure he's in all this stuff with <laughs> Epstein's Island as well I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I think that he groomed and this is what the big thing with, um, just Lane and I know we were on that topic a minute ago, but I think all this stuff kind of ties in together because of the fact that, you know, Dan Schneider in had a lot of shows, a lot of entertainment, a lot of, you know, Keenan mm-hmm. and Kel, my kids watched all the time. Oh, they mine loved watched it. I watched
0: iCarly, the Amanda yes. Bynes show. Or The Amanda show, I guess it was called. Yes, Drake and Josh wasn't
1: Clarissa Knows It All on there or something like that. Was Clarissa? I don't know. Sure show, like I don't same. know if it was that, but I think it was a Nick show. It and, was a Nick show, and then of course, um, Blues Clues, which kind of makes you wonder was a Nick on. Junior, you're right, Blues, but I mean, but what. Well, I, you know, Hoochie Dodger, he did leave abruptly. Some had one of the rumors back in the day was that he had committed suicide, but he's. He came back. He said he went to college, but it still, yeah, makes he you went to wonder. school. Yeah, no. It's like, really? He can't even go to school? No, he couldn't. He abandoned them. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I don't know. That was a rumor that education? I heard. Yeah, he should have totally been allowed to have education. I'm not anti any of that. Uh, okay. Clarissa was not a Dan
0: Schneider show at yeah. all. This is. Um, I don't know. That was in all 91, 91. So that's a 90s show. This is more the 2000s. The 2000s. Yeah, yeah, when
1: my kids were young yeah. and they, you know. Yeah, mine too. I mean, they were old enough to be watching, you know, Nick Jr. or stuff. Sarah was like eight, I guess. Not in 91, but.
0: Uh, Blues Clues was one of our most favorite shows oh yeah now she had kind of aged out on it or we stopped getting cable or whatever um about the time that Steve left so I didn't have to watch it anymore thank goodness I don't know if Dan Schneider's a pedophile um him tweeting out girls toes
1: is really kind of weird yeah, there's a lot of weirdos that like toes, but I don't understand what all the stuff with the toes lately has been.
0: Well, he's back to work.
1: Who, Dan is? Right.
0: Overall, Schneider reportedly holds no grudges against Nickelodeon over his exit. The New York Times story found no evidence of sexual misconduct by Schneider, nor did Viacom CBS investigation, which occurred at the height of the Me Too movement. Schneider said he ultimately wishes the channel the best on its future endeavors. Huh.
1: That's quite interesting.
0: Maybe he just likes toes. I don't know. That, I know that Amanda Bynes has something to say about it. Poor Amanda Bynes.
1: Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of girls, I thought, that came up through that. Who was the little iCarly girl that could sing really well
0: what's her you name i know miranda cosgrove
1: yeah didn't she sing and some stuff who was in the uh other show that was the waverly which is a demi lovato
0: or oh, the wizards of yeah waverly place
1: nick or no that was something yes that was also a nick show mm-hmm.
0: or disney disney channel oh
1: that was disney nope somebody different okay I'm just trying well, I mean, to figure the out they Channel all ran has, the, Disney Channel has their own problems. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> How many Disney execs? Like there's going to be a lot of stuff that comes to pass because you know that in order for Epstein to have supplied yeah, he's, all He's not
0: involved in Wizards of Waverly Place.
1: To to supply all of this you know that he was recording people and blackmailing, and you know that there was a Who, lot. Epstein? Yeah, you know that there was some insurance policies for sure. Well,
0: that's how you get them. So you get all these, uh, especially science nerds, you get all these nerdy-ass scientists who, you know, don't have too much luck with the ladies. You invite them to a party. They're like, ooh, there's going to be girls at this party. You know, there's going to be, there's going to be. Females at this party, you know, come on in, yeah, do you want and then they get them, you know, they get them drunk, they get them going with these girls, and then they say, "Oh, well, this girl was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Look what you've done. Yeah, now you have to do this for us. yeah, that's true. And so that's what I'm saying when the names come out of mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be a lot of names that we just don't know.
1: Oh, yeah, because yeah. there's going to be diplomats and princes and... And scientists. Scientists and... I think that's how... Um, I mean, it's just... Not just scientists. There's going to be tech nerds galore. Yeah. Uh, you know? I think that's why Gates' wife divorced him. Right? That's what I was saying. <laughs> All the divorces that you've seen. And he wasn't the only one. And then also that little weird Facebook kid. I feel like he's been... Zuckerberg? Yeah. I feel like he's been out to the island. I want to say that's... <laughs> I, I want to say I read that in a, in a file. I feel like Scully from the X-Files. <laughs> so I'm going to find out Zuckerberg and Epstein. Well, yeah, he had some stuff to do with Gates. And going back to the
0: men who sexualize their daughters, especially around the time of puberty and such,
1: that's just the means, saddest.
0: It is the saddest well, because those are the times where, those are times where your daughter really, really needs you. Mm-hmm. And I think there's nothing wrong with daddy-daughter dates, taking your daughter out to a movie, taking her out to dinner, taking her out to ice cream. Those are the things that are supposed to bond together. Mm-hmm. And the more that they talk about sexualizing their daughters, the more that you can't. So you're just not going to bond any other way. You're not going to. Well, they I'm would draw. Right. No.
1: What yeah. happens is uh, this is what happened in my personal experience because we all have some type of daddy issues and my daddy uh, when I got old enough that I developed very quickly and I had a very womanly body very you know I was mm-hmm. built like a brick shit house when I at a very young age it was that's what I'm saying. I'd walk down the street at 11, and men were propositioning me. Right. Proposition so how did me. your dad
0: treat you? He literally
1: ignored me. <laughs>
0: after that? Yes. Now, is this, your, he is this something... your adopted father, or is no, this your real father? No, that was my natural father. Your natural father yes. just completely ignored you. Did, did he have, was there a point, was there a noticeable point from when pre-puberty to post-puberty that you noticed that he neglected you. The reason I ask that is my dad just neglected me my entire life. So I don't, I, I don't have that.
1: Well, I had a lot going on during puberty. So I can't say exactly when, but it was very noticeable that, uh, you know, our chats were less. It was very uncomfortable until I got old enough to be like a buddy, I don't know how to explain this. Like, until I got old enough where I, you know. And is this the reason that you have a better relationship with your adopted
0: father than with your natural father?
1: Well, yeah. My natural father's passed away when RJ was one. Right. And I still saw him, but I, there's, I developed a very close relationship with my adoptive father because yes, he paid attention from the beginning, mm-hmm. Okay, but he had also parented, uh, three other girls before he came into my life. So he was a, you know, he had six previous children that are my, uh, step brothers and sisters so
0: so you didn't notice a change
1: with other, with your my natural father natural father yeah i mean it was significant like but i also changed at the same time i went from kind of being like a tomboy to very uh girly girly like boom which is wild but i became you know It was a lot of hormone influx, and I really liked girly things, and I was, you know, very, all that estrogen pumping through my body. (laughs) You know? So, and he was very, I could tell. Were you very close
0: when you were little before that?
1: Somewhat so, yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. Like
1: you were his little... You well, know, his I had little a,
0: sport, his little tomboy. A, well,
1: yeah, I had an older brother and then a younger sister. So I was a middle child. So there was a lot oh of. Oh my you gosh. Know, Gail, Gail, Gail. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he did, you know. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Somewhat. Yeah. There was a lot of that from everybody. A lot of vying for attention. But, you know, I mean, I was just a. I don't know, whatever. But we talked some, but not as much. I mean, there wasn't paying a lot of attention as, you know, three kids, however much attention you could garner. But he was very adamant about, you know, I mean, it was just weird. It was a weird thing. So, uh, you know, I mean, he wasn't mean or, you know, he was nice and he was good to me. It wasn't like he was ever inappropriate. He just... You can just tell it was like, ah, you know, what do I even talk with with this? Like I was a totally new human being. That's not your fault. Well, yeah, no, no, I mean, I'm still paid. uh, I still even, you know, when my parents, I would go visit my dad and stuff. I didn't have a terrible relationship with my dad. I was glad that he got to see RJ, but I mean, it was just kind of indifferent, you know, But uh, my uh, adoptive father, he definitely was, uh, you know, it's sad because everybody's relationships can be different and, you know, I kind of feel bad for my stepsisters in a way because they got him on his learning curves, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I got him when he had kind of been like, oh, that's what I did that I probably shouldn't have done or. You know, this mistake I definitely made. So he was, you know, he was a pretty good dad. And for
0: women with sons. And And he was good to
1: my natural father, too. I'm sorry,
0: but that was a thing. And I did not have a son, so I do not know this life. Mm -hmm. But mothers who baby their sons and continue to baby them until they're well into adulthood and that's a problem there as well
1: yes it's very hard to um you can it's a it's it's difficult to try to raise a man you know uh to uh even, you know, they're going to make mistakes, and you'll make mistakes. And it's just, I, I don't know, it's hard. <clears throat> but you have to show a moral, they have to have a moral compass. You know, you have to definitely be firm about what's right or wrong. And even then, people fuck up. You know, people break the law all the time. No one good and well what the law is. And we, you know, whatever. Whether we're drinking and driving or... Where did you get your good moral compass? Uh, My parents had a lot of morals. My mom had a very strict moral code. Altruistic, and she had a very... Rules are important. (laughs) It was important to be a good person.
0: Here what looks like a good article. Let babies be babies. So stop sexualizing them.
1: Yes. It's your first
0: boyfriend. A woman cooed at her infant daughter who happened to be lying on a mat next to a baby boy and had accidentally swiped him. Isn't that cute?
1: No. You should Neither say Neither baby right then. looked
0: impressed. <laughs>
1: You should say immediately, no, that isn't cute. That's weird. Please when, don't do that.
0: <laughs> when my baby daughter rode close to the boy, the woman said, oh, look out. She's trying to steal your boyfriend. If you say something like that, then you've got to really look internally at yourself and figure out what kind of problems you've got.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> seriously, I'm curious though, which is interesting because of the whole Dan Schneider, and you know, when you go down the conspiracy hole of how our kids are being sexualized and indoctrinated with sexual things from as young as, you know, birth now, apparently, you know, mm-hmm. which is frightening. It's fright, you know, it's crazy to me to have Taylor Swift lament about how she's aged out at 30 and here I am going, yeah, I'm going to try this thing in entertainment. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's wild. It's wild that the age of value is Taylor's just going through
0: her midlife, you know, yeah, it's the thirties, but maybe the midlife is getting, um, sooner and sooner for people.
1: Well, but, yeah, but the mm-hmm. sexualization of children and uh, things like this, get, you know, like let, why can't kids be kids for a little while, you know? Why we got to slap lipstick on them and put them in a pageant? Why do we got to keep, you know, I mean, they're cute, it's cute, whatever, dress it up. But I
0: mean, I have the cutest granddaughter yes. in the world.
1: Yes, absolutely. So it's hard. I mean, you know, but like we we will see things. This is the other problem. It's the
0: problem. Because
1: we don't perceive that. We don't look at her. We don't objectify this beautiful child. She's an angel here on Earth, you know. I mean, she's really darling and she is beautiful. The problem comes in when she is told
0: all the time that she's beautiful and she's and that's her only worth right
1: yeah that's
0: and yeah like, that's not okay yeah we know this we know yeah mm-hmm. but I don't want her to develop uh, I don't have the right word for it but to de- develop the demeanor of oh yeah I know I'm beautiful I know I'm very pretty and everything. And therefore, I can get away with just about anything. She tries that now. She's three and a half Mm -hmm. and tries to use the cuteness. Now, it's going to work on some people. Maybe you. Maybe John Camp. I can say that because he gives her money every time he sees her. (laughs) But I don't. None of the family, you know when she tries that cuteness maybe for her pop pop
1: john camp is just getting her ready for her debut in annie the musical and he's going yes. to be daddy warbucks he would be perfect so, as daddy warbucks so that's all that he is doing gonna, the, i am uh, you know praise
0: your children for their behavior And not for how they look. Yes.
1: Don't and stop rewarding bad behavior. Yes. Like how about let's stop that.
0: Normally, Charlotte, you know she's three and a half. We're we're button heads most of the time. But today, today was a good day, and I told her that. I said, "You were very good today. Thank you." Because we had to go some places and we had Mm -hmm. to do some things. Did you have fun in public? Yeah, we had fun, Mm -hmm. and. You know, I love when she does things the first time I ask her. hmm Yeah. You know, and it was one of those did days. Did you praise her after every time she did it properly? I, I didn't praise after every time, but I did say thank you, you know, for the things mm-hmm. that she was doing. One of her jobs is she has to discard of the dryer sheets yes. from the laundry. <laughs>
1: Well, after, after now, when you say thank you, try, just try saying, I really love it when you do that. But in that Mm -hmm. kind of tone. Yeah. You know, thanks, Charlotte. I really love it when you do that. Or thanks, Charlie. I really love it when you do that. And say it in your tone, you know, but give her that like, oh man, you're my buddy. I love it that you do this. But in that tone, the thank you. To just reinforce every time she does things the first time, especially, then she will do it because she'll want to please you. And then if she if it takes her, you know, longer than the first time, say, hmm, thanks. (laughs) And the the more we learn
0: about um, sexual orientations and. And people, Why are we even sexualizing children at all? Yeah,
1: that's bothered me for a long time. Because like a
0: very long time. You don't know if they're going to be heterosexual, homosexual, asexual. None Just of that. Them be you kids. have no idea.
1: Right. Just, Just let, let, them let them be children. Be into whatever they're into. If they like to play with dolls one day and build something with the hammer set the next day. You know, who cares? Let them play with whatever. That's how you learn and grow and figure out what you want to do. And it's so many things aren't and should have never be gender specific. It's so crazy. I honestly don't think baby clothes should be gender specific. (laughs) Yeah. Well, onesies aren't, shouldn't be. I mean, they put... They junk do. on they, there. They do too. And then for the boys, things it's on even there. Worse For the boys, it's even worse. I don't know. They might have got better. But you used to not be able to find even just like a little pants and shirt for a boy until he got to be like a four T. It was crazy. It would all be, you know, like some kind of costume, which, you know, okay, love that. But it would be it was always some type of grandma looking coordinated whatever it was crazy
0: what are you saying that
1: they didn't make like it you could find a shirt and pant at easter for a little boy like a baby from baby age Mm -hmm. you know to i'm saying like three and up actually older than three so around four is when they started making maybe it was harder to sew or to get the But they would not just give you very many options of just a regular shirt and pants for a boy child. It was always they had to be a fireman or a policeman or a a soccer coach or, you know, a zookeeper or whatever they had to do. And it was just like, these are all professions you know, or I just went whatever. baby clothes shopping the other day, and, and you got, just couldn't and got, find like a normal shirt and pant for them. It was crazy. Yes, <laughs>
0: everything had something on it, like a dump truck or a fire truck, or you know, dinosaurs or something yes. like that. It's the coloring that is, is awesome. Because yeah, because everything for boys is dark blue you know red, red yes, yellow olive, dark yellow yeah mm-hmm. all of that and everything for girls is very pastel
1: you know pink peach mm-hmm. all of that just colors that look good i mean why not some lighter color clothes some darker clothes i remember being scandalous though when I put Sarah in a dress that was black. I I put her in a black velvet dress and then I also put her in like some black hounds houndstooth. Was it around Christmas time checks. or no? There were times <laughs> around Christmas, but no, the first time I dressed her in black, no, it was just because I like black and I was always kind of goth. I was like one of the original gothy. Punk. I was always yeah, Carter's you know? isn't selling
0: a lot of black <laughs>
1: uh, baby clothes. Unless yeah. it
0: is Christmas, but, and it's usually velvet.
1: Yeah, now she did have a lot of velvet that was, uh, you would get that, you know. But it was, you know, that was 1993, so 94,
0: 95. And I feel like we all got duped in that as mothers, as parents, that you bought the pink for a girl and a...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It really wasn't until my third child that I was just like, fuck this. She can just wear whatever she wants. I do not
1: care. Yeah, most of the time she was wearing the other kids' clothes anyway. The right? hand downs Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever they didn't want or fit into <laughs> or was bought for them or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's just how that goes. The um, Yeah, it's wild. Uh, I don't know. I worked at at that time in, in a mall... Situation when Sarah was in, you know, she was dressed very well because it was similar to the situation I just worked in the, to like Charlotte,
0: but I think Sarah kind RJ of Rose as a good, society we're moving a good
1: wardrobe,
0: we're moving away from that, from caring about no, for, well, that yes, you know the I guess the fashion rules, we're moving away from that
1: I like the whole radical self expression thing I don't like sexualizing children so
0: you don't wear white after Labor Day (laughs) and you don't wear and you don't wear black after Easter
1: gosh yeah I was always not the Southern Bells didn't care for me very much (laughs) because I wore black whenever I
0: Well, you got anything coming
1: up? Yeah, I've got some fun things coming up. I've got... There's one week where we are,
0: you and I are pretty much at the Pride Center back to back to back to back.
1: Yeah, we're very busy. It's going to be a busy, busy, busy December. So, but go ahead. Oh,
0: so you're doing open mic?
1: I am. Oh, yeah, I'm doing open mic December 6th at the Pride Center. That's a Monday. 6.30 signups 7 at the to go you know so we'll see we may so if you got some jokes and you want to try them out come by
0: we'll listen to them
1: if you've ever wanted to do comedy you know and you have something to say uh, let me know of course uh, LGBTQ plus are going to be um favored for this mic at the Pride Center like i'm uh i'm hoping that it will be you know very heavy of lgbdq people on the mic that we're not going to discriminate just because you're not
0: never uh, the pride you know, center is all inclusive
1: correct but definitely you get preference to sign up times and things like that on on the mic if you um go to the Pride Center regularly and want to do this. So you have to be 18 up plus and it is going to be a, um, a BYOB event so you can bring your own drink and you know, you have to be 21 I think to have the alcohol. You do. So yes. yeah, I'm just making sure of all the bases and uh i'm doing that december 15th well december 11th i'll be in florida and then december 15th i will be up here uh hosting i'm bringing holly lanae to scruffy city and the last time she was at scruffy city was during the um festival the scruffy city witch festival festival <laughs> scruffy Knox city comedy festival them. Ah. so that's exciting so december some 8th witch talk stuff happening every time i mention comedy stuff or whatever i'm choking up bah. but anyway <laughs> so what have you got going on
0: December 8th, I am bringing Bratty's Cathartic Karaoke to the Pride Center. Yay, that's that Wednesday. Yes, and all-inclusive, come and sing with me. There is no theme at this one. We will be having themes in later months, but there is no theme. Just come and sing
1: and make me cry. We should do a rendition of our (laughs) Ladies Retreat Cathartic Karaoke version. Like Reba and Dolly. <laughs>
0: of which song?
1: Does He Love You? The, the, Their new one? Your rendition. Yeah. Our, you know, revisit that number. <laughs> that, <laughs> it became a number. <laughs>
0: what did we do there?
1: We did I Does don't even He remember. Love You, but I trashed did... on the lyrics like all the time. Well, things if you're going to that... be Reba, you have got everything, to step your everything. pussy up. Well, I don't sing, so that's a problem. I um, it was about how the mistress had to get as much money from him as she could, and and that she understood, but you know, he got to have she got to have the four hundred one k and the, you know.
0: But cathartic karaoke, (laughs) I believe, is different than you know your run of the mill karaoke bar. I want you to come in. I want you to sing your heart out whether you can sing or not. I do not care. Ugh. It's all about the performance for me.
1: Yeah. So yeah,
0: come and make me laugh, come and make me cry, come and make me feel something. And hopefully I, I and the rest of the karaoke ears will make you feel something as well. But that's at the Pride Summer Wednesday, December 8th at 7. So, whoop whoop, Get into there. And then what you got going on? I'm going to be in Johnson City, December 9th, at the hideaway. Nice. Doing a little poofy and a little casual day. And I will just leave that to your
1: imagination. What's that? A little casual day. A little casual day. Are you doing my favorite person? Maybe. <laughs> I know. I know exactly what you're doing. So... Fun, but that's
0: at the Hideaway. That show is at ten o'clock. It's on a Thursday, though. Maybe you'll have that Friday off. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Come to Johnson City
1: and hang out with us. Yeah, take a nap, <laughs> and then head on up there. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. Like at our age, I think we should start taking naps.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. Around, I took a nap, a nap
1: today. I take a nap every day. That's why your skin looks so good.
0: Is it? 20-minute mm-hmm. nap does me wonders. And that's all I need. I just need to close my eyes. Good for your brain and your yep. whole body. I need to mm-hmm. reset. Anything beyond 20 minutes and it gets... Get, i got to be asleep for two hours. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. It's 20 minutes or two hours. There is no in-between there.
1: Have you ever fell asleep and then... You wake up and you think it's the next day or, uh, you know, it's like the middle of the night. Yeah. Or have you ever had your bed in the corner and then you wake up and you're in the corner, facing the corner, but you can't figure out how to get out of the damn corner? (laughs) (laughs) Is that just me? (laughs) I guess it's just pitch black. It sounds like you've had a little sleep paralysis there. I've had some weird, yeah, I've had crazy things happen. There's a lot. I'm a nut, so it's fine. It's all good.
0: But you can find Gail on Instagram
1: at Gabbing Gail Time
0: and look for us on Facebook under Gabbing Girl Time. Yes, and uh, I am Brady Von Beaverhausen on Instagram and Bruce Tonsils on Fet and TikTok.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then uh, I am also on TikTok. So you are. You're starting to make videos. I'm so proud of you. Well, I got to make some videos. I have, you know, I've been. Anyway, yeah, I'm getting all the stuff, whatever, for the videos. I've just got to do it. There are a lot of weeks
0: where I make a lot of TikToks. And then there are weeks that I'm just like, meh, I don't have anything creative going on. Yeah, you feel
1: that way? Yeah. Uh, Daddy wants me to just talk to people. (laughs) i'm like okay (laughs) that's what you're doing now i know that's what he wants me to do on the tiktoks he thinks that i need to uh you know cheerlead on the tiktok as well
0: do you want to be an influencer i don't want to be an influencer i just want to make the content when i want to make it i don't want to feel obligated to make content and that's what i see a lot of tiktokers doing and i just it might just be age i don't care anything about it. right
1: um if i do it the content will be centric to kind of my comedy thoughts but talking to them like you know i'm having a conversation like with the audience or whatever some of the things that we talk about i don't feel like i have to
0: um be afraid of being an influencer Or being famous or anything Because my yeah. TikToks
1: do not get a lot of views So Well I laugh nah. because Yeah yours <laughs> I don't even think I have Even 5,000 views And I think you have like 70 something thousand Don't you have a lot That's only because You have a lot of views I went
0: through Um. I have 40,000 likes
1: that's a lot of likes that makes a difference or whatever though that's how you get in algorithms and stuff too you know that's what you want you're really competing with the ai and then if people like your content or whatever and i you know
0: yeah a lot of it has to do with sharing Mm -hmm. you know people who share your content
1: well, like, Daddy and I talk at the dinner table, and I tell him stories of growing up. Like, for instance, uh, on in December, I have to go to, on the 11th, I'm going to a memorial of my friend that I've talked to you about um, that had passed away, and I was supposed to be going again. And when I was down in, uh, you know, Pensacola, the last time, a friend reminded me of the time I jumped a train and I may have talked about this on here I don't you know. you have not this is the first time I've ever heard you jump a train well like a lot of people I, we didn't talk about it a lot but here's the thing so I had a friend whose dad worked for the railroad and I knew the schedules for the train so I could be downtown Pensacola, Florida and get off by the paper mill in Cantonment and knew the train schedule what train to get on, and where it was going to get off at. If I didn't have this information, I would have never done it. But I was downtown drinking. I was and in beauty school. We're going to
0: say these are freight trains?
1: Yes, they're freight trains. Okay. Yes. And I was downtown. Uh,
0: Not your normal, like, you know. Passenger train. Right. Correct. These are box cars in, where you, uh, you are yes. physically jumping onto the boxcar
1: yes to get to where you're taking going. a ride yeah like a hobo huh. yes so oh if i was your mother Ooh. well i was uh in beauty school i was over you know i was like 19 years old my um i had pretty much forgot about it doing it like it was that insignificant to me because it wasn't a big deal it wasn't as scandalous it was fun It made a good story it wasn't like did other was, people do it with you Sometimes. Yeah, but not all the time. And this one particular time, I ended up in Atmore, Alabama. And so I called my beauty school guy, Larry Bolger. Anyway, that's how my friend found out. I'm like, how did you find out about this? And she was like, uh, I said, first of all, how do you know? You know, like, where did you even hear this? And then she was like, Larry Bolger. And I was like, Oh my gosh, how do you know? You know, and then he was, he's a salon rep for people now. So that was just wild. It's wild. So anyway, he came and got
0: me. Can you tell me how you how you do that? Like, what's your, um, I mean, I've seen it done in movies and I've seen it done in shows, but I can't imagine it being as easy as
1: they portray. Well, you got to have some body strength and be able to pull yourself up you know i would think though you'd have to be able to run They're parts being loaded and unloaded they're not hard to get on i it's not like i waited and ran alongside the train that's what i'm asking you that wasn't it no they're just parked <laughs> you just climb up on them and get in you just have to know like their loading schedule where they're going to be and all that kind of stuff it's not hard to do and you never got caught by the train, they weren't looking for that kind of stuff. You know, it's a cargo thing. Most people don't. They'd run people off. When I was nineteen and cute. I mean, I never got in trouble. Like, is you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> people s- caught us sometimes. They'd catch me, and I'd just be like, oh, yeah. You know? I say my friend's dad, blah blah blah, and they'd be like, oh yeah, okay, you know, <laughs> like whatever. I did have a lot of privilege that I didn't realize. I had it no, sounds like it. I had no idea of the superpower that I wielded when I was young. Like, I did, had no idea. None. So maybe that uh, being naive as I was, like legitimately being just oblivious to that, you know, because... All of my friends around me were so very pretty, like super pretty and seemed to have every. I felt like Pippi Longstocking when I Gail, was Gail, I've
0: seen pictures of you. You were super pretty, too. See, I, I'm not, like, gross. That's why when you talk about the redhead stuff like that, I can almost guarantee, especially when you, in your young adult years that you got a lot and you got away with lot because you were redheaded and so pretty and the rocking body that you had going on
1: maybe i didn't use my superpowers for evil and i was oblivious to them if i had a time machine it, i would probably burn scorch the earth which might be why I was why I was so naive. I think I would have been horrible if I had known. You know what I mean? I would have just—I don't know how to explain it. You know. But no more jumping trains for you, right? Oh shit! No, that is like. Ugh. <laughs> When I ended up in Atmore and I couldn't get home like I had not got on the right thing. Good. I hope you were scared shitless. It was, if I was well, your mother, I would I just was be I was scared so of a this. lot of stuff. I used to walk train tracks all the time. I was crazy. I would have joined mm. the circus. This is who I am as a person. Had mm. somebody or something been interesting enough i would have joined the circus i never liked the carnival i never really dug carnies like the vibe which sounds terrible i'm just saying they're probably great people i don't know but i just never dug carnival vibe but i dug a circus same thing i guess but different with animals yeah it kind of but not i don't know it's weird well, you know, the carnival has all these rides and games, and it's, you know, like that, whatever. And the circus was more about animals and the big top, and the odd people, different people, whatever. This is my jam. All the way- Misfit Island. I just belong on the Misfit Island. That's it.
0: <laughs> and if you belong on the
1: Misfit <laughs> Island, email us at gavangirltime at gmail.com. Yes, please. And we thank you so much. And we are very thankful for you. And this is the season to be thankful. I know they're not. It hey, is. I know you they're not hyping up thankfulness lately. It we are such seem. giving
0: people. If you send us your address at gavangirltime at gmail.com, we will send you a Christmas card. Yeah, we will. You might even get a little treat in emails. said Christmas card who knows email but you card. won't know you won't know what you get yep
1: if you don't email us yes definitely email us any of our listeners
0: any of our listeners because we want to appreciate you we do appreciate you and we want to send you a little gifts as well to show our appreciation yeah we love you and we thank you for being here and we thank you so gobble 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 shuttlecock
1: <laughs>
0: they don't even know what shuttlecock is
1: birdie it's a birdie it's a vegan turkey! <laughs>